Manimal here. It's Tuesday, July 4th, and today on a special Independence Day edition of Texas Rangers with the boys. We're talking nothing but Rangers. Bullpen woes, trade deadline talks, Rangers box score with the Astros, and what's next on Tuesday with Boston. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Jack Leiter, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day or the last listen of your day. Whatever works for you. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. And you can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. And don't forget to check out check out Texas Rangers with the boys on social media as well. That is TX Rangers WTV and Texas Rangers with the boys.com. All one word. Hey, and joining me, the 300 pound man, aka Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on the socials? I'm doing good. Uh, tomorrow, what we saw, uh, uh, t- uh, today, sorry. Dude. All right, today is uh, we celebrate our nation's independence on July 4th with uh, Rangers baseball in the afternoon for the fourth consecutive day. Who had that coming? Who had that on their their, uh, bingo card, Rangers bingo card, four consecutive day games in the middle of July. I like it. I like it. Or in the first of July, right? Yeah, yeah. No, not not one. I mean, I guess maybe it could be hot in Boston tomorrow. I I mean, not not like Texas hot. Like. Mm -mm. I don't think Boston even knows what that is. Uh, so the Rangers will be in Boston today, and they'll get started here in a couple of hours. But uh, until then, you can keep up with me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal 300, and uh, both Facebook and TikTok at uh, Bull Pro. So whatever your favorite uh, form of plat- or platform of social media is, feel free to find me on there, and we'll uh, – chat about these rangers well you know we're going to forego our around uh news again today because you know there are a lot of rangers fans out there right now with their hand about three inches above maybe two maybe one maybe even half an inch above they're above that panic button and i don't think it's time to panic no i I don't no i don't think it's time to panic the Astros are a good baseball team, and sometimes you get be- good beat by a good baseball team. This was a, a this was a rare, really fun game six of the 2011 World Series type game. I mean, maybe not as <laughs> back and forth, but it was fun like that. Uh, uh, they were saying the last time, the the only bigger comeback in Rangers history, if they would have uh, held on this this evening or, or yesterday evening. Uh, was uh, a game in 2004 that I was at. 
Whoa. That, uh, that, that me and Mike, my brother Mike, we were at that game in 2004. It was a, um, a, a game against the Tigers somewhere around my birthday in 2004. May, May 1st is my birthday, so you guys missed it. So if you want to send me some money or whatever, get on yeah, that. Yeah, send us some money. Um, but uh, um, the Rangers went down pretty big, I think eight, 10 runs, 8, 10 runs, something like that. Uh, and me and Mike left. We're, we're walking to the car. The fireworks go off, and we're like, oh, what's that make it, like 13 to 2 now or whatever? And uh, then the fireworks go off again before we get to the, the car, and then all of a sudden we get to the car, we turn on the radio, and they're like within a couple of runs. Uh, we get back to my apartment, and uh, we watch Michael Young score the uh, winning <laughs> run. And the greatest comeback of uh, all time, uh, and you know, but you know, I'm I'm the king of doing that. I I also left in the middle of the Cotton Bowl this last year when Tulane came back to beat USC. So I'm good at that. I'm I, I will miss a I will miss a fantastic comeback because I'm ready to get home. <laughs> well, you know what? When you got it good at the house, there's nothing wrong with that. Believe me, I can understand that. Yeah, Rangers still lead the – believe it or not, the Rangers still lead the American League West by three games. Um, yeah, it's not the worst thing that could happen. I mean, we talked about it could have been one. It could be It could be one game, you know. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, they did They did all right. I mean, they, they get on the road. They're playing Boston and Washington. Yeah. A couple of last-place yeah. teams. And, and and let's 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 segue. Uh, let's stay with the Rangers before we start talking about what's going to happen next. And we'll we'll actually cover that box score. I, I feel like it, we're we're due for a good old, uh, you know, kind of run by run. <laughs> yeah, that was play an by interesting play box score because there was a lot going on in that game. But but um, let's talk about something else though. Let's let's talk about a couple of things before we get into that. Number one, I want to talk about Rangers pitching. And number two, I want to talk about this trade deadline and, uh, you know, maybe not necessarily names because we've kind of talked about that ad nauseum, but maybe strategies that the Rangers could implore. But first, let's talk about the pitching. Um, Pitching was a bit of an issue, really, uh, especially, I don't know, I'm going to say it was kind of an issue all weekend um, in in, in spurts. And and again, if you're going to, we've said it all year long, if you're going to win a championship, Uh, you're going to have to, you're going to have to pitch, you're going to have to pitch well. And uh, you know, this last game, obviously, you know, was a, was a bit of a, of a bad pitching game for everybody and and some good pitchers got roughed up, but you know, Will Smith blowing that save there. Let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room that we know everybody's talking about it. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about it. We, we talked about it, you know, and had our, had our own little heated whatever, but, you know, the reality is, is that it's, it's on the tips, the tongue, the tongue, the tips of every Ranger fan uh, tongue of, of we just brought in Chapman Smith, you know, blows a really, really, really high profile save. You know, what are the Rangers thinking? Do you, do you, I, I don't think we're jumping ship here, but, but what are your thoughts? Uh, man, I, I, I don't think that it, I think it's too early to panic. I mean, uh, Will Smith has been really, really quality for two consecutive months here in a row. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's been really quality uh, today. You know, a, a pitch that normally works for him didn't work for him today. And he got, he hung a couple of them and they got punished. And, uh, you know, that happens. It happens to good pitchers. I mean, uh, I, I feel like, I feel like Martin Perez is more sc- like is scarier right now than than yeah. Will Smith. Like I mean, no, uh, like, you are right. I I feel like I mean almost there might be like some sort of injury at this point. Like watch it. I mean, because he was missing down with everything. Everything was, you know. I mean, it, it was it was not nothing looked good. Nothing. This was the exact opposite of his last couple of starts, and mm-hmm. um. Hell, I'd have rather him throwing a ball into the backstop than that three-two pitch he threw Kyle Tucker. Uh, but Ooh, I'm glad to see Kyle Tucker leave town. Yeah, sure. yeah, no, especially today. He had a huge day today. He was a triple short of the cycle and had a couple, an extra, an extra single and got hit by a pitch and a big day for Kyle Tucker. And yeah, I'm I'm ready for him to leave. I'm ready for the whole Astros. Uh, I'm ready for the Rangers to get out of town for a minute. They needed to get a, maybe they needed to get away from the friendly confines, I guess, but. Well, I mean, um, let's not forget that, that we, we went into their house and did the same thing to them. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, there's no doubt that we did. And, and, you know, this, and we did it whenever they were healthy. So. For the, yeah, you know, same thing so, happened with the angels too. I mean, yeah, kind of reverse, the, reversed fortunes with both of those teams yeah and, uh, you know and, and it happened i'm I'm not too i'm not i'm not ready to jump off the will smith uh bandwagon just yet i think will smith has one of the most uh uh underrated pitches in all of baseball in his slider and you know it, it was kind of up today and that doesn't happen very often and normally he uh makes you know makes batters look silly with that pitch and and today that didn't happen but you know, Will is a, a yeah, he's a he's a cool customer when it comes to you know being a good clubhouse guy and and all of that stuff. So I don't think it's going to affect him too much. And and you know, I, I, if the opportunity for him to close a game is there tomorrow, I don't I don't think that there's going to be any doubt that uh, they're going to go back to him. I, I don't disagree with you on that. And again, you know. It just kind of begs that you, you got to ask the question. And actually, I think that's another question. You bring up Martin Perez, and we didn't talk about this off air, but I still think it's another uh, another good question to ask. You know, it's like, um, yeah, maybe there could be a health thing, but uh, for a, if his season this year kind of reverts back to what he has been over the last, you know, four years or so prior to last year. Um, it's gonna you're gonna be hard pressed to not have people say, well, you know what, that one year was a fluke. That was just kind of a one year deal. He and, and it happens all the time. Uh, you see it happen all the time with with pitchers. Well, and yeah, um, and and the and the thing that made last year so successful for him was that cut fastball, and that cut fastball was was just not very good today, and it hasn't been nearly as good this year as it has been in the past, and. And mm-hmm. today, nothing was working for him today. You could tell, and you could see the frustration in his uh, on his face, and and how frustrated he was out there. And 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 that happens. And and hopefully, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked that if on before his next start, he gets put on the IL. I, I wouldn't be a hundred percent shocked if that's the case. And 
and then they just uh you know try and run through the all-star break and use him as the fifth starter coming back out of the all-star break and he only has to miss the one start on saturday mm-hmm. and you know bradford pitched today so that would give you an opportunity to yeah you'd be on the same rest for bradford so we'll just kind of watch this week in boston and see how things go and see if bradford gets used out of the pin uh, uh and and see where that goes but you know, I'm not 100% sure on that. I don't know that there's anything wrong with Perez. I just – I wouldn't be shocked if if it was an injury thing. Yeah, he just hasn't – yeah, he just hasn't been the same guy this year. But, you know, also, too, just in all – just to be fair on that, early in the year we were talking about him as being, like, one of the MVPs of the team. And his, his pitching war at one point was right there with Jacob deGrom when deGrom was pitching and healthy. So it's not like we haven't seen flashes this year of Perez pitching really well. It just seems like it hasn't been re- in recent memory. So let's let's use yeah, that. And, as- and, and nothing what? says and nothing says he can't get back to that at some point in the second nothing. half of the season as well. Because right. there, I mean, yeah, there's nothing and, and there's nothing that points to him not being able to do that as well. So you know, it's it's a tough one today for. For the team, for Perez, for Smith, I think for I mean pretty much everybody on that thing because I mean it was a, it was a great effort uh, after falling way down and uh, you know just things didn't go the way that you wanted them to. But we'll talk about the box score here in a minute. And I know uh, you know I I don't think in my opinion I don't think Cy is done at all. I think Cy just got started. Like I think he's he's probably mm-hmm. on the phone right now trying to find something to be in Boston for tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you, I'm glad, nice segue, by the way, uh, because that was what what I wanted to talk about next was just, well, I'm good at this. Yeah, 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 you are. Um, Well, it it does. Yeah. Strategically wise, than I was saying off air. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like it's not a hard, fast rule by any stretch of the word. I think that there's obviously when you're talking about negotiations, there's anything that involves negotiating. There's always but for me I like the move they made with Chapman because they made it early and the implications are as well if you make moves early more because you know you're not getting a deal at the last minute that kind of stuff and you know we kind of talked back and forth and they didn't really give up a whole lot for Chapman (laughs) I think they got it was kind of a steal you know and and the way I kind of like to portray it is like you know when let's you're, you're trying to go out and get something valuable that you know other people are pursuing it as well and i just think strategically for the rangers earlier they move the more they get to choose what they want as opposed to waiting for a deal to fall to them i think deals are good for teams like the milwaukee's of the world or the the lower the smaller market teams who are looking to get a deal and still stay competitive as where the rangers if you're going to play like a winner and you want to be like those teams that, that put up multiple banners, they don't do that all the time. I mean, not saying they don't, I'm not saying they don't go bargain shopping, but I'm also saying you have to be proactive. You have to be aggressive and you may have to pay a little more to get what you want. And to me right now, like what the Rangers have to replace is they have to replace Jacob deGrom. And I know that that's a tall order, but there are guys out there that are, possibly available that are of that caliber and i think those are the the options you want to i would like to see the rangers 
examined first before they move on to anything lower than that. Well, and I think they're probably going to exhaust all the uh, the resources that they have and all of the the um, the, the parts that they need and, and all these people. You, you kind of you got to look around and you got to say, okay, who is who is selling right now? Who has pieces to sell in the National League? There's a couple of teams that have pieces to sell that are big time pieces that could help a team win a, a World Series. And I think one of those teams is the Mets, and I think the other team is the Padres, and mm-hmm. uh, a close third, but they don't have the pitching. Would be the Cardinals. They have mm-hmm. the bullpen, or they have pieces in the bullpen. They don't have a complete bullpen, but they have a p- pieces in the bullpen. But that starting pitching hasn't been as good. I, I doubt that anybody that they're, you know, they are interested in Miklos or or some of those pieces. But Flaherty might be a piece from St. Louis, from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Blake Snell might be a piece mm-hmm. they're interested in. Uh, Josh Hader might be a piece that they're interested in. St. Louis, you know, they've got Helsley in the back end of that yep, bullpen. Yep. They've got uh, Jordan Hicks. They've got guys that, that that throw the ball well and that are that are either controllable or uh, pieces that are available at the end of the, you know, just Reynolds. And then mm-hmm. the Mets, the Mets, I mean, they've, mm-hmm. they've got the, I guess the, the piece when you think of trying to replace Jacob deGrom, Max Scherzer is probably the closest piece that you can think of of anybody that can replace DeGrom or at least be that same type of pitcher that DeGrom is. I don't know that mm-hmm. he replaces him, but he does give you that, you know, that leader, that one, that guy that can start game one or game two of a playoff series at every series and, and be that guy. So, you know, Scherzer's there. Um, Snell is probably – maybe not going to be available. Um, there's bullpen pieces all over. I mean, a lot of these bad teams have good bullpen, good controllable bullpen pieces. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot going on. Um, and then you look at the White Sox, and the White Sox have starting pitching. The White Sox have yep. the White uh, Sox bullpen are great help. Options. They have good bullpen pieces. Um, you know, Dylan Cease is a year removed from being – uh, a Cy Young candidate last year, uh, yeah. Lucas Giolito at one point was a big time prospect. It's been, you know, not, I wouldn't say disappointing, but not as good as maybe what he was projected to be early on, but that could change anytime. And with the right team, he can be a big time piece. And, and the, on the back end of that bullpen, they've got Joe Kelly, who is another guy that's got a hundred miles an hour. And, when what we all what do we talk about in the off season when you talk about teams that are in the playoffs and they're winning in the playoffs they've just got bullpen piece after bullpen piece that comes out throwing a hundred mile an hour gas with a yep. with a with a, a slider that that cuts eighteen inches <laughs> you right know, no I'm you're in. right they take those and guys and 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 you know I mean. When you think about that, I mean, those are those types of dudes that you've got to have in the bullpen, and and CY knows that, and CY knows that you got to have pitching, and I mean, his first offseason, he went in right. control of the club, he went out and got three starting pitchers that were all big time pieces, and 
you know, so, uh, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that CY knows that. And, you know, uh, the, I'm not extremely worried about uh, a, a series loss to Houston in the middle of July or in the first yeah. of July. No, and, and we're still and pretty all star rake. Yep, yep, and and it's not the end of the world, and I I I agree when it's when you're talking about it, one more thing I want to say. What we're not saying is that Jake that uh, uh, Nathan Eovaldi isn't having an ace like season. He's awesome. Like he's been great. But that's not that's not what he was brought in here uh, to do. And 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 he's never done it for a full season. And I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like as a team, the strategy was. You brought in this big time horse to be your number one ace, and he has everything in his power to hold this team up. Um, and and but you know him and John Gray and Martin Perez were kind of the guys fighting it out for that three four uh, pitching position. You knew that Heaney was your five, uh, maybe fighting that out with Oda Rizzi. So I, I think the to the plan and the plan was hey we were expecting to Grom he's not back until next summer like he's. Gone. maybe so, yeah yeah maybe back next summer maybe right maybe so you have to replace that if you're going to continue with the plan and i think that's just what i'm trying to emphatically say that i want to see the rangers do and and i gotta have faith that that cy is uh is on the same page with that um but you know what let's jump real quick into our one of our sponsors our main sponsor uh, I'm gonna let you take it from here. I didn't have a cool segue, but we gotta yeah, get to it so we can get to yeah, this Def, Def Breath, Texas Roughhouse Wrestling coming together with Matt Warfro on Friday, July 28th at the Southside Preservation Hall in Fort Worth, Texas, to bring you Ultraviolet Dreamers, a big time wrestling show coming to just south of downtown Fort Worth. And and we're inviting everybody out to the show. Um Always want to remind people that Kelly's Onion Burgers is going to be mm. there cooking up Fort Worth's most famous hamburger. You got Starry's ice cream there with all the uh, ice cream uh, that you can ask for. It's delicious. Get you some of that strawberry cream. It's what's it's what's it's what's for dinner, bro. <laughs> it's it's what's for dinner. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and and our good buddies over at Martin House Beer. Uh, Martin House Brewing. They're going to have the brews all night long. All you got to do is let people know that you're. Let them know that you're 21 years old. They're going to give you beer all night long, all night long. They got all kinds of beer, um, but uh, the wrestling is going to be action packed. We've got an eight person intergender tag match. We've got a big time tag match with Dante Smiley and Chris Lyons tagging together. We've got Brick Savage, Damo McCullough, the Manimal, the gang's all here. I saw just recently that Noby Bryant has been added to the card. And uh, if you haven't seen Noby Bryant before, you're in for a treat. Um, one of the one of the real good guys, and and not just the Dallas Fort Worth area, but really the world. As uh, you know, I mean, just a just an absolute. Uh, good talent, and uh, um, glad to see him. Glad to see him at Matt Warfro. Yeah, he's a the horse, dude, dude. The dude is fantastic, absolutely. Yeah. And Friday, July twenty eighth, we invite you out to, for all the action. So join us, uh, bell time, seven p.m. 
Love it. Love it. Well, let's get into this box score in this uh, 12 to 11. Uh, Astros yeah. win in what you called the best game of the year thus far, one of the best games you've watched. It was definitely, time. it was definitely the best, uh, the, the funnest baseball game that the Rangers have uh, played this year. As far as the whole, uh, the whole thing, I would say that uh, maybe the outcome wasn't what we all wanted, but um, for it to, when when the Rangers fell down six to nothing right there in the second inning after what three home runs and capped with a Kyle Tucker grand slam. Uh, the the Rangers, you know, they could have rolled over and died. It could have been like, mm-hmm. oh, we got nothing from Martin Perez today. We got nothing. We're going to have to use Glenn Otto and Cody Bradford and hope that we can get through this thing with just a couple of pitchers and maybe, you know, the way things are starting, use a use an infielder or something in that eighth inning or ninth inning or whatever. But uh, the Rangers mm-hmm. did not do that. The Rangers, Glenn Otto, uh, he gave them he gave them a a little bit. He did get tagged by Abreu, and that that hurt. Uh, the the Abreu home run was a killer, but he did go out there and he ate some innings. And him and Bradford both ate some innings and uh, put him in a position to keep themselves in the game. And Leody Tavares hits a two run homer. Uh, our our little buddy that we've been talking about almost every every show, Travis Jankowski, has himself a day. He he had a three run home run in the uh, fourth and then in the bottom half of the fifth, he had a two run double and uh, they gave him a career high five. Ooh, excuse me. A career high five RBIs on the day. Um, so big day for Jankowski, big day for Leody Tavares. Um, Adalas Garcia hit a game tying home run. And uh, yeah. you know, that next inning, I, I was I, I joke, but uh, it was like Bregman, you know, like when he when he he hung up in between second and third. He like made a throw to a normal sized human being, but <laughs> Altuve plays second base for the Astros, so like we went way over his head. <laughs> and it, was, it ends up getting Tavares to third, and and Simeon drive or a Seager drives him in with a sacrifice fly, and you're thinking, man, this is uh, like this is bound to happen. They 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 take the lead, and then we talked about it earlier. Will Smith, uh, he just didn't have a whole lot in the tank there at the, uh, in the ninth inning, and uh, a couple of those slide pieces that he normally gets a uh, gets guys out with, uh, they got they got hammered in the left field left field corner and um, the the Astros were able to score a pair in the top half of the ninth and and that was just too much for the Rangers they couldn't get it they couldn't get anything going in the bottom half against Aaron Presley who had what three saves in this series so yeah um, yeah and you know because he closed he he closed out some really good some close games it's not you know yeah yeah. he he might be kind of someone that probably won't get talked about enough uh, during this, but they're not w- with he he made a huge difference for the squad. Yeah, you got you yeah, can't understate that. I think quite the accomplishment accomplishment today getting Martin Perez off the hook uh, in a game where he was not good at all. And uh, uh, you know, I, like I said, Perez may be going to the bullpen. Not a, I mean, going to uh, 
um, to the injured list. I'm not 100% sure there. I don't want to speculate. I mean, he, there's a possibility that there's something wrong with his location, with the with with the way he was locating yesterday. Um, so who knows? But you know, on to the next thing. Uh, you know, maybe the Rangers. Uh, you know, between Glenn Otto and Cody Bradford, those are a couple of guys that uh, the Rangers they've uh, grown up through their farm. And uh, I'll throw it over for you to tell everybody about the Rangers farm. Yeah, yeah, and the best thing you can do with a series like this is you can do what cornerbacks do when they get beat on a on a big touchdown. You can forget it ever happened and never talk about it again. So yep. let's move on to our farm system and talk about what we have uh, as our exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys. Uh, we did just in the bag our top 10 prospect I list. gave it – did you see that I gave it away for an hour for free today because it took us so yeah. long to put it up. I even I, – yeah, I put it out on Facebook, threw it up there, let everybody have one hour for free today with the – so the 10 or 15 people that got a chance to listen to it this afternoon for free, uh, you know, pay us. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Go ahead and be, <laughs> become a subscriber. You know you liked it. You know it was good content. Uh, and there were some definite hot takes on there. And, uh, no, so what we do on there is we talk all things minor. Um, and it's basically all of the farm system go over news, box scores, transactions, call-ups, send-downs, highlights. We do top. Just a dollar ninety nine a month, and you can make our podcast podcast your one stop shop for all things Rangers organization wide. So go to our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And subscribe today. Let's preview what's up next. And yeah, we got a the couple heck on from this Astros series. We got a couple. The uh, Rangers are sending uh, Dane Dunning to the hill tomorrow. Boston hasn't named a starter just yet, and I I haven't looked through. Twitter this morning before the show to, to see if they put anybody up this morning, but uh, um, it's a 12.35 start on uh, Independence Day, so before you get the fireworks outside and the barbecue up and going, you might as well get that Ranger game on. Heck yeah, man. Take a, take some time to out of your day to uh, go and support your Texas Rangers. Show these guys that, hey, look, we're, we're with you through thick and thin and, and we believe in you. And so keep those, uh, keep those ratings up, go out. So go out and buy your, uh, go buy a Texas Rangers hat or something. Just show support for your team. And when, when your teams are down, that's when you really show them how much, uh, how much you stand by them. And, and we all, we both believe in this team. That's why we do this show. We believe in the organization. We believe in the coaching staff. So, uh, but we encourage you to do the same. So uh, don't forget to check us out on social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content down the farm with the boys. Uh, don't forget to follow us on every major uh, or on your favorite streaming uh, service. And for the manimal, we want to wish hey, real you a quick, very oh, real oh, quick, oh. real quick, uh, because we won't be, we won't have a show Wednesday. Uh, let everybody know the Rangers will be sending John Gray to the Hill um, on Wednesday. And then now we can, we can get out of here and, and, and I'll feel good about uh, letting everyone know what's happening. And it's also an MLB network game for anybody that uh, doesn't live in the and get the bottom and the Bally sports. Or, or doesn't have the hundred dollars a month that it takes to keep, to keep, uh, to stay up with, 
your 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 bally subscription because you can't just get it anywhere but no uh we want from manimal uh and myself we want to wish you guys a very happy july 4th independence day we're proud to be americans on this show for enjoy sure. enjoy them fireworks tonight don't blow your hand up or off or whatever you do with the fireworks please 100 so this is on this special july 4th edition this is texas rangers with the boys and we are signing out